This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Nirvana Sisters, where we discuss all things health and well-being to help you achieve your highest state, your nirvana. Hi, I'm Amy Sherman, a marketing exec with a passion for wellness and beauty. Hi, I'm Katie Chandler, a former fit model that has a passion for health and fitness. We are sisters-in-law who share the same love for well-being, ready to sift through all the self-care noise and bring you a splash of what we think is fun. So let's get started. We talk with Taylor Rose, aka the healthy Huga. And I was so excited for this episode. I felt like, I don't know, Katie and I had been talking about it for a while because we love following her on TikTok. She has 400,000 followers and she gives all these fun skincare routines and hacks. And I, I had such a great time talking to her. What about you, Katie? She was so fun. And I mean, just in general, she's so funny. Her TikTok is super informative and great, but it's also lighthearted and fun. And like I, I was telling her throughout the, the podcast that she could be a stand-up comedian. She's great personality and a lot of info and, and just, you know, like a really inspirational woman. So it it was it was a good one. So yeah, she we- is really inspirational. And I really admire her confidence because I think when I was her age. I don't know if I would have had that much confidence to be out on TikTok and switching jobs. And she's, she's a really good role model, I think for, you know, that generation. So I love the episode. We think you will too. You'll get lots of ideas on tips and tricks, self-care hacks, all those things and more. Yep. A lot of female empowerment too. So enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. We are so, so, so excited this week to welcome Taylor Rose, aka the healthy Huga, to Nirvana Sister. She is an entrepreneur, a TikTok star, and a self-care guru. She has over 400,000 followers on TikTok, many of whom credit her for fixing their skin, saving their hair, and helping them shift into a more positive mindset. And I personally found Taylor on TikTok, I don't know, probably maybe six, eight months ago, I can't remember. And there's like one hack that I found. And ever since that hack, I've been following you ever since. And I'll tell you what that hack is during the during our conversation. But anyway, welcome to the show, Taylor. We're so excited to have you. We've been really looking forward to this interview. Thanks, Amy. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. So we are going to start with our Nirvana of the Week. And for those who are new to listening to our podcast, this is just a moment this week that gave us joy, gave us a pause, just put a smile on our face. We all have weeks that are up and down. So it's always good to look at what made you feel good and what brought you joy this week. So I'm going to flip it to Katie to talk about her Nirvana this week. Thanks, Aim. Well, first of all, hi, Taylor. It's great to have you here. Thanks for being here. Hi, Katie. Thank you for having me. So let's start with our Nirvana. Let's see. I was thinking this through, and I think my Nirvana this week just happened about an hour ago. My husband and I very randomly decided to do the something we never do and load the kids up in the car at like 7.30 in the morning and go grocery shopping on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of families probably do that, but we've never done that. I always do the grocery shopping solo. So it was just kind of a random, funny little family thing. And usually like 7.30 in the morning, we're still rubbing our eyes trying to get out of bed. And, you know, the kids are like begging us to come downstairs and feed them breakfast. <laughs> so <laughs> it was cute. just a little change up. But uh, but yeah, it was it was nice. Amy, what about you? That's cute. So I'm still, um, I'm still thinking about our Nashville trip because Katie and I were in Nashville last week, although this episode may not come out to the summer, but either way. And one of the funny things 
I, I was thinking about during the trip, which there were so many great moments during the trip, but randomly I grabbed a bag that I hadn't used in a while to go out at night and I opened up the pocket and I found money in there, which like Yay. I know all of you have probably experienced, <laughs> but I always love that. And I must have put it in there at some point to be like, ooh, I'll discover this later or I forgot it was there. <laughs> But I didn't have any cash on me and I opened up this little pocket and found money and I was like, ooh, that's so exciting. So that was my quick nirvana of the week last week. Must have been a good little chunk of change. It was. It was nice. (laughs) What about you, Taylor? Mine was probably on Friday. I grabbed margaritas downtown with one of my girlfriends. And for those listening, it is May 16th right now. So the weather has been kind of crappy here in Michigan. But on Friday, the weather was absolutely perfect. And there were so many people walking around and dancing. And there's just like so much energy in the city, which was really refreshing to me after being so dead during the pandemic. So yeah, that's so nice. I know it's nice to start seeing life again. Yes, that's for sure. (laughs) Love that. Okay. Well, let's get started with our quick fire because we have so much to ask you. We want to get to know you. When did you start your TikTok page? I started it in June, 2020. So coming up on the one year mark. Wow. Gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Anniversary. Thank you. (laughs) One year you've had that much success. That's wild. Okay. So for our audience, can you describe to them the content that you create and and what inspired you to to get started with all of it? Definitely. So I post mostly self-care content, which includes a lot of skincare, hair care, positive mindset content, but I also post whatever feels good to me on the given day. So that can include comedy videos as well sometimes. When I started posting on TikTok, I was mostly fitness and nutrition content because uh, that's always been a huge part of my life and an area that I'm extremely passionate about. But as the pandemic continued, my mental health honestly was just deteriorating day by day. So for me, self-care was the way that I was able to kind of work myself out of that really bad place. And because I was spending all my time and energy practicing self-care and learning all these new things to keep myself in this positive frame of mind. That was literally the only thing I could think to post on TikTok. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. really smart to kind of like narrow it in and have it that focused. Mm-hmm. But I mean, a lot of your stuff is also really funny. You you should, you could literally be a stand-up <laughs> comedian. It's really Oh my gosh, thank <laughs> it's you. Great. It's so funny. So then how did you get all this skincare knowledge? Did you, have you just kind of researched it yourself? Have you worked with, with dermatologists? Like where'd you get all of this from? Yeah, it was honestly just a lot of uh, researching and then testing. So I'm like a super perfectionist and pairing that personality trait with (laughs) the extra anxiety in the middle of the pandemic just led me to spending tons of time online researching, you know, the latest and greatest, but also the older known and trusted methods and products. So yeah, it was a lot of learning followed by trial and error. And I only recommend products to my audience that I have personally tried and love. So I think that helps me build trust with my audience. Yeah, for sure. Well, I applaud you for turning a negative situation into such a positive thing that is helping so many people. That's really cool. Yeah. I So the first video that I saw of yours was the one where you mix water with hydrogen peroxide oh, to really? for the whitening teeth. Yeah. That was the first one I saw. And I was like, oh, I never thought of that. It's such a good idea because I hate the strips. They're so annoying. They never like, they always leave that weird taste. So I tried it and yeah. I've been doing it ever since. And it's made such a big difference. And then I told all these people, I think I told Katie, I was like, oh, I found this really great hack online. And it was just, I never thought to do that. And then when you look at the bottle, it does say for, you know, oral rinse or whatever. So I was like, so that right. was the first time I found you. And then I followed you immediately and then watched all your stuff and went down the <laughs> rabbit hole of all your fabulous content. So yeah. And Katie and I were just talking about, we also love how we've been seeing recently how you do, like you'll duet people on TikTok and mm-hmm. 
talk about their whatever they're doing and your opinion on it, which we love. So um, yeah, I, yeah, I like how you're like lifting up these other women in the same space as you that are giving these tips. And you're like, yeah, I'm really into what she's saying. It's very, mm-hmm. it's cool. Like women empowering women. It's, it's the best. So yeah, yeah, yeah we love I that. I absolutely love sharing stuff that I share anything that I love so that my audience can see it as well. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's similar to what we do in the podcast because that's sort of how Katie and I got started is we would always be talking about all of these self-care, you know, tips with each other. And we're like, other people probably want to hear this and it Mm -hmm. feels a little bit more accessible when you kind of talk through it. So that's kind of why we started too, which is funny. And we started during the pandemic as well to have something to do that kept us motivated. So Mm -hmm. awesome. Okay. So congrats on your almost one year. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be your one year. So congratulations. (laughs) That's amazing. And then I guess tell us just I'm just so, I guess, infatuated with TikTok and how you got your audience so big so quickly. So you're, you just passed the 400,000 mark, which is amazing. And clearly your content is incredible, but how did you think to start, I guess, and tell us about that journey and then like how you got to where you are right now. Yeah, that is a great question. And I ask myself that every single day. How did I get here? (laughs) (laughs) So kind of similar to you guys starting out was just I was in the middle of the pandemic and I was working from home. I couldn't see my friends and I was like, I have nothing to do. And I was spending so much time watching uh, TikTok content that I'm like, why don't I make some like this? This looks so fun. And I want to figure out like how they're doing these transitions. So that's how I started. It was just, I never thought I would have more than like five followers, which were my five friends and my mom. <laughs> and yeah, it just kind of blew up from there. But yeah, I think just being passionate about health and self-care and skincare wrote, uh, shows through in my content. You know, I'm not posting to make money. I'm not posting to get famous. I'm just posting what I truly love. And I have no hidden agenda, which I think my followers really appreciate about me and trust me because of that. Yeah, sure. you can you can tell. Was there one piece of content or one subject that sort of started getting really, really popular where you're like, oh my God, so many people are watching now. Yeah, I think it was my one video that has done the best to date was a video of me washing my hair upside down. And that is something I do to bring volume to my hair because I have very like flat and oily hair. So I posted that I posted like a video just talking about, you know, girls, if you have oily hair, try these couple things. And one of the things was washing your hair upside down. And someone commented back and was like, washing your hair upside down, how do I do that? So I was like, oh, I'll do like a quick tutorial, no big deal. And I posted that. And then I closed out of TikTok and it was, you know, it was a Saturday and I was working and I went back on like three hours later and it was like 5.9 million notifications. Oh, and I was oh like, my God. excuse me. It's, at the time I had like 8,000 followers and I was like, what? <laughs> what is oh this? my God. That That's is so wild. Cool. Oh, it was crazy. So that was like the big thing that kind of started it all. It was like hair care, I guess more so, especially for like flat or oily hair. It wasn't the whitening teeth. No, I'm just kidding. No, (laughs) after. How do you wash your hair upside down? Like literally standing in the shower, you throw your head over and you do the whole thing? Yep. That's that's it. I'm trying it. it. I know. I need to try that. Yeah, I I, I think I did see that video, but I never tried it because it it seems hard to do, but I guess it's not. I'll have to watch the in-depth tutorial. It's definitely work, but I had really bad body acne at the same time as I was like starting this out and it totally disappeared. And when I was researching it after, you know, I, I just tried it when I saw, I think I saw maybe a TikTok video of someone doing it. And I researched it after I had posted this video, like, oh crap, everyone loves this. And I found out that like conditioner and shampoo touching your back can really cause back acne. 
Ah. Um, so that was like the cause of my back acne and I had no idea. Oh, that's a good one. That's going to help a listener for sure. Yeah. That's interesting. I never thought of that. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. So what is Essence? We've just heard about it from your feed. Can you kind of dive into that a little bit for us? Yeah, definitely. So I think of Essence like sort of a high concentration serum of whatever active ingredient you're looking for, as well as many other different vitamins for your skin. Um, But there's literally an essence for everything. So for example, if you're looking for more hydration, you'd want an essence that includes an ingredient known to hydrate the skin, such as like a hyaluronic acid. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was the first time I had heard of that when I saw it on your feed and I wasn't sure. So it's just like a more concentrated serum of one specific ingredient. Okay. And and pinpointing your need of what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. I see. Okay. I gotcha. So is that something that people put on before or after their serum or in replace of a serum? It's before. So it would be cleanse, tone, uh, essence. Okay. Tone, essence, and then serum. Yes. And then cream and yes. then sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I saw that you are using like five different sunscreens in one day. Can you tell <laughs> yes, us why? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it really just depends on the day. So I'm, like I said, I'm kind of a perfectionist and a little bit anal. So I don't use any of my normal face products around my eyes because I'm so paranoid about getting eye wrinkles. That's like one of my biggest issues that I've had to work around. So I have my, you know, I have my eye sunscreen that I gently dab on. And then I have my moisturizer, of course, has sunscreen in it. And then I have a sunscreen that protects from blue light, which I spend all day in front of a computer. So that's really important for me. But then I also have my sunscreen that has, it's like stronger. So it's 50 SPF and it has a tint to it. So I love that if I'm like going outside or meeting up with friends. Nice. Amy just Smart. got me super into a sunscreen. What is it called, Amy? Uh, the unseen sunscreen? Oh, yeah. Super, <laughs> super goop super unseen goop. sunscreen. Do you, do you know that uh, one? I haven't no. heard of it, no. Well, yeah, it's is. really good. It's because it's it doesn't feel like sunscreen. It almost feels like primer, like a primer or, or a serum. It's that. super soft. It feels like invisible. It's great. It's the only sunscreen I've been able to wear on my face. So shout out to Super Goop. <laughs> yeah, and you know you're really smart because clearly you're in a different generation than us. She's you know I don't know how old you are, but to know that you need to take care of your skin when you're young is super important because I think especially with me when I was younger I was not thinking about it probably until my I don't know late 20 early 30s when I was like really starting to take care of my skin but and now I'm all over the SPF and always in the shade but I wish I had known <laughs> earlier because your skin will be amazing forever if you're using that much SPF that's amazing <laughs> I didn't know there was a specific SPF for under eye I know I didn't know that, yeah. that. Yeah, my dermatologist actually told me that. Oh. Tell us about your retinol because so I saw I was recently, not recently, like some point in the last six months, my doctor put me on retinol and I went through like the the retinol uglies, you know, like Mm -hmm. in the beginning. (laughs) You have like such a hardcore reaction. And you have now I saw on your feed that you've gotten like the four months, you got to the point where you're really seeing the results. So tell us about that journey. And, uh, and yeah. maybe educate the listener a bit on retinol, if you, if you don't mind. Definitely. So I've actually been using retinol on and off since I was about 15. Um, I had very bad acne when I was in middle school, high school. So I was on Differin, prescribed by my dermatologist, because back in the day, it was, you had to have a prescription for it. So I think that was probably when my skin went through the, the purging phase, the uglies. But I recently started using it again, just as more of a preventative and 
you know, to get rid of those wrinkles around my eyes. So I use the Skincare Revitalizing Center 5X Retinol, which nobody has ever heard of because it's actually my dermatologist. It's their brand. And I, yeah, I started using that one because she recommended it, but I stuck with it because the consistency is, it's kind of like how you were saying, it's like a primer. It like soaks, the second I put it on, it soaks into my skin and I love it. So it's not too harsh or drying? It's a little bit harsher, but because I've been on retinol for so long, my skin has been very used to it. So it's like the only one I found that's strong enough for my skin. What's the percentage of it? Like what I have percentage? no idea. I actually oh. don't know. There's, they have a 5X and a 10X. And she was like, start with 5X and see if, you know, see if it gets too dry. And I, yeah, I was, I didn't even go through any of the purging, any of the drying. I was like, okay, my skin is like <laughs> so used to this by now. Yeah, that's great. I just started with retinol. I mean, not prescribing my dermatologist. I just bought this brand, The Ordinary, you know, that brand. Yeah. And it, I just got their 0.5%. So mm-hmm. I think it's super light because I haven't had any reaction to it, which I was happy about. I've just been putting it on at night. And mm-hmm. I noticed in the morning, my skin is much smoother, but I, I'm not at the four month mark or like I haven't been doing it consistent enough, but I do like right. it. But I'm always wondering what happens after the 0.5. And I was, I got a facial last week and I asked the the woman and she said, you start at the lower. Mm-hmm. So I was at 0.5. And then she said, yeah, you could go up to 1% and then just try that. And then I was like, do you always do it? Is it something? And she, her philosophy was, yeah, it's something that you just put into your routine like forever. It's just yep. a constant way to keep your skin regenerating and taking yes. out those wrinkles. So, Well, and there's also different, like there's, there's retinol and then there's retina A. Like there's all these different variations of it too. Like I use a serum that has retina A which I think is a little bit more mild versus my derm a while back had me on retinol, which was just super hardcore. Like I couldn't, I don't think I could have made it through the four months with it because <laughs> it was given, It didn't help that I was like wearing a mask every day. And I think the combination of all of it, my skin got completely out of whack. All right. Now I want to ask you a question and we can edit it out if you want to, but do you mind how old are you? <laughs> I'm you mind telling us? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Not at all. Yeah. 26. All right. You, you look fabulous. You look like you're 20. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So let's get into hacks. What are your top five favorite beauty hacks? That's a great question. First, my favorite one is obviously washing your hair upside down because yeah. it saved my back knee. And yeah, my hair, even right now, I guess you guys can see me. It's, it's pretty flat because I just showered and let it air dry. But yeah, it added so much volume to my hair. Like normally it would be literally like, into my head. It's just, I don't know what its problem is. Okay. So that's a good one. Yes. That's my favorite. Next would probably probably be sleeping with Vaseline on your skin. Oh, I need to hear about this whole routine, by the way. We'll get into it. (laughs) I love that one. And not a lot of people know about that. Another one would be using a gua sha tool on your face in the morning, which reduces uh, facial puff and gives you more of like a snatched appearance. Love that one. Yes. And for our listeners, we did a whole episode. I don't know if you heard it, Taylor. Yeah. We did a whole episode on Gua Sha with Shelly Marshall from Beauty Shamans, who's incredible. And she did such a great episode breaking down the whole thing of how to do it. So yeah, we're big fans. Yes. Yeah. I'm obsessed with Gua Sha. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Another one would be using a tinted sunscreen instead of a foundation. I am, I'm very no makeup on my face. I don't want anything clogging my pores. So that I love. And then going along with that would be using, I use a self tanner at night to contour my face. So mm-hmm. I'll add some to my forehead as a bronzer and then some on my cheekbones. And then I go to sleep, wake up, wash it off. And it looks like I contoured my face for the day. 
Oh, Wait, that's hold on. Cool. We got to start. <laughs> He's blown away. I, I keep forgetting. Start at the top. So you have a self tanner that's mm-hmm. specifically for the face. No, it's it's actually my body self tanner, but I don't normally put it on my face because I, you know, it's kind of harsh. Okay, and um, then you but, put it in places that you would typically contour with contouring makeup. Yes, before so you go be, to bed, you know, around my forehead, a little bit on my cheekbones, a little bit on the bridge of my nose, sometimes the jawline. Oh my gosh, is it and a then, cream um, self tanner? Which self tanner? No, is it? it's like a it's like a foam. It's I think it's called Bali Body. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go look because I bought it a long time ago and I'm just too lazy to use it normally. <laughs> but I tried that the other night because I am I love the look of like contour and a bronze face, but I don't want any makeup on my skin. So, so smart. That like, is... I'm just going to try this out. And it... That's bold to try. I'd be oh, so yeah. nervous that you would be all like splotchy. <laughs> I know. Well, right. I'm from home. I'm like, you know what? No one's going to see me. It's fine. <laughs> That's a good one. I have to try that. That's amazing. Yeah, okay. you, totally you need fine. to post about this because I need to see I how do. you do it. I need I to do. see it's the before and after. <laughs> that nice. is a great one. Okay, so got your top five hacks. What about your top five favorite products? Which I know is so hard, but like your holy grails. What are your go tos that you're like I cannot live without products? That's really hard. I would say my Cetaphil moisturizer is probably my number one. If I travel and I forget it, I will go out and buy it. I cannot go. One which which it. which Cetaphil one do you like? It's uh, it's called like Derma Control. It's for oily skin. I know that okay. and it has okay. a SPF in it, and nice. it's yeah, it's the only moisturizer that doesn't make me oily throughout the day. It's just like my hair, my skin is super oily. I love my Australian Gold tinted sunscreen. Can't yes. go a day without that as well. <laughs> Gives me a nice glow. Whenever I don't have that on, I feel very pale and yeah. like, oh, I look sick. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Claire's um, has an oil-based cleanser that I really like to take off makeup. So I used mm-hmm. to use like a cotton ball and makeup remover on my eyes and I just felt like it was creating so many more lines. It was so, I was always rubbing and scrubbing <laughs> my eyes and now I just wash my whole face with it and it comes right off. That's great. We've been talking about oil cleansing a lot too. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so into it right now. Chapstick. <laughs> it's a big one. I'm a, I'm one of those people that carries my chapstick everywhere and uses it every two minutes, even though Same. I don't need to. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, retinol. Definitely my retinol. Nice. Oh. So you were just saying this is a little thing that came to mind because you were talking about how you have like oily skin and oily hair. And I went through a stage of that too. And actually something that is good to check if that is going on are your B vitamins, because when your B vitamin levels are high, you produce extra like sebum and oil and everything in your skin and your hair. So just a little sidebar. Yeah, it could be worth like some people supplement with B vitamins when they don't need to. So then they have too much of it. And then that causes overgrowth. And then when you um, maybe are just like consuming it through your diet too many, it can cause oily skin. So it's something to look into if you feel like it's a, it's an issue for you. You can always just yeah. do a, a lab work do, on your bees. I do um, supplement B vitamins, so maybe I don't need to be. I There's probably a really good chance that you don't need to. I, <laughs> I, I went through that whole phase a few years back and I stopped it. My hair was so oily that uh-huh. I had to shower every day where I yep. used to at some point shower literally once a week when mm-hmm. I found that out. And I took out the B, not shower once a week, wash my hair once wash a week. <laughs> right. I <knew> you meant. <laughs> when I took out the B vitamins, it all went completely back to normal. Wow. wow. Okay. So you just mentioned the Vaseline and I saw you posted about this the other day, but tell us about this. Cause like Katie in one of our episodes had talked about how she does Vaseline on her face sometimes, but you do it every night. So tell us how that works, what the routine so- is. I do it every night when my skin is feeling dry. So typically in the winter, in the summer, I don't 
do it every night. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's Vaseline itself is not a moisturizer, but what it does is you can do your normal skincare routine, you know, cleanse, tone, retinol, moisturize, and then you apply a thin layer of Vaseline over the moisturizer and it creates this barrier and lets that moisturizer soak into your skin and not, you know, get rubbed off on your pillowcase. Mm. Yeah. So it really locks in the hydration. And it doesn't make you break out? No. And I, being oily, I was like, oh, it's totally going to make me break out or more oily. And it it does not. If anything, it made me less oily because my skin, the hydration levels, you know, got back up to where they were supposed to be. Oh, that's That's interesting. interesting. So how much are you using? Like just a little... A very thin, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll do a little bit more around my eyes just because that's an area I really want to protect. Yeah, just maybe a pea size. Smart. And it doesn't feel like greasy and heavy or anything, I guess, because you're doing a thin amount. It's not, yeah. not so bad. I think at first it did. It kind of bugged me and I was like, oh, I can't sleep. It's going to get my pillow all sticky. But at this point, I just, I know that I wake up with like glowing hydrated skin. So I like it at this point. It feels amazing to me. <laughs> yeah, I need to try that. I always yeah. put aquaphor mm-hmm. on my lips at night and I do aquaphor just like on areas of my skin that feel dry. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same ingredient as Vaseline, but same idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to try that and I'll report back. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, <let me> know. <laughs> Cause I know Katie does Vaseline masks. I do. Well, I do aquaphor, but yeah, it's, or like, aquaphor, it's essentially yeah. the same thing. But when I, yeah. um, Get, I get like these like random dry red blotchy bits on my face and I naturally think, oh, I need like my good face cream. And then it makes it worse. It makes it inflamed. So I put oh. Aquaphor all over and we'll just like walk around like a grease slick all day and it's, <laughs> it looks gross, but it works. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are your, uh, your AM and PM routines? Are they different? Are they same? What, what do you do? Yeah, they're different and they're honestly different depending on the day of the week as well. So I'll try to give like a rundown. My AM routine, my AM routine is actually the same every single day. So I start out with my foaming cleanser that has a salicylic acid in it. And that removes all the dirt and oil from sleeping. And then I follow that up with a toner, which is used to rebalance the skin's pH. After that, a vitamin C to brighten my skin and even out skin tone. Uh, Then I use my eye cream and a moisturizer over the rest of my face and then a sunscreen. So that's, yeah, that's the AM routine. And then my PM routine, Monday through Friday, I do that oil-based cleanser I was telling you about to remove any makeup. And then I follow that up with a water-based cleanser to hydrate and get any remaining dirt or makeup off. Um, I use my toner, my retinol, eye cream, moisturizer, and then Vaseline if my skin is dry. And then (laughs) Saturday, Sunday is the same thing, except for I replace the retinol with a BHA which stands for beta hydroxy acid. And that helps shed like the top layer of skin. And they're awesome for people with large pores and blackheads, which is my biggest skincare issue. And you do that, you do the BHA piece at night, you said, instead of the retinol? Instead of retinol, yep. Because together it's way too harsh. So I just do that on Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay. okay. Mm -hmm. And then what toner are you using? Uh, Dear Claire's toner. Okay. Oh yeah, you said that before. You'll have to, Always if you don't mind, time. give us all your brands for your routines and then we'll, yeah. put, in the show we'll notes put it in our show notes. People yeah. want to know. They'll yeah, know definitely. Sure. I will. I just came out with, a, or I just made a holy grail skincare and hair care list that I'm sending out tonight to my email list. So I will send that to you guys as well. Awesome. Fabulous. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. So what do you do to, what's your, um, like your movement routine? What, what do you do exercise wise? I mean, you look 
incredibly healthy and like you're in great shape. You take care of yourself in that regard too, I would imagine. What, what's your, and what's your jam? Importantly, I saw your post the other day about posting in your bikini and how you said a year ago, you would have probably never done that um, mm-hmm. without putting filters and this and that. So I, I, I just love seeing young women being confident in their own body. So yeah, tell us. Which your body is beautiful. So you have everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I was was actually talking to my mom about this and, you know, she called me after I posted that and she was like, oh, I love that post so much, but you know, it's, it's easy for you to say, cause you look awesome and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, like, I totally understand that point of view, but at the same time, everybody has their own insecurities. You know, for me, I'm looking at someone else and saying the same thing, like, oh, how can you be insecure? You're perfect. And, you know, I, I'm boxy and my ribs stick out and I have all these insecurities that other people don't see, you know, and it's like, no matter what you look like, you're always going to have an insecurity about something. That's very true. Well, good for you for, for putting that confidence up. That's wonderful. Thank yeah. You. And what do you, so do you do um, cardio? Do you do yoga? What's your, what's your favorite? I honestly, I do a lot of uh, strength training and lifting. I I have always been like a very skinny person to the point where I've always been told I need to put on weight. So cardio has not been a huge part of my life, even though I know I need it to, you know, keep healthy and keep my heart rate up. But I do a lot of lifting just to keep some muscle mass on my body, which is also really great for cardiovascular. Yeah, I love I love weightlifting. It makes me feel so good. And I just started Pilates as well. So I'm excited to get more into that. Did you try reformer or Matt? Matt. Okay. You got it. When you're, after you've done a little Matt introduction, give the reformer a try. Okay. It's the best. Like I do Matt Pilates. Katie is so good at reformer Pilates. It is so hard. It's like those little muscles and you're like, how do I, I mean, it is really challenging every time I've done it. It's, it's it's intense, but it's incredible. Um, Okay. So here's something I really want to know. So how do you balance creating content for all your channels and full-time work because I struggle with that too. I have a full-time, very demanding job. And for Nirvana Sisters, even though we're a podcast and we typically record over the weekend, we still want to put out a lot of content on our channels. And like, how do you balance it all? And give us some tips and tricks. So that's an awesome question. And it's something I have super struggled with. So during that extreme growth phase, when I had that video blow up and I was feeling all this pressure, like, oh, I need to put out, you know, six to eight pieces of content a day, which at the time I was working at an accounting firm and I was working anywhere from 50 to 70 hours a week. So that was very hard for me to keep up with that. And I think that definitely took a toll on my mental health. So then I went through a phase where I was batch creating content where on Sunday I would sit down and create literally 30, 40 pieces of content and post them throughout the week. But for me, that just felt a little bit ingenuine because, you know, I'm in a different mood every day and I'm passionate about different things on different days. And it felt like, you know, if I was in a really bad mood, but then I'm posting all this, you know, really exciting, like pumped up stuff, I just felt like it wasn't genuine. So I stopped doing that. I would say the biggest thing that helps me is I, so I have to be at work at nine. So I leave my house about 8.30, 8.45, 8.30, 8.45, but I get up at 5.30 or 6. Oh, wow. So I have like that morning to kind of film if I need to. So I'll film a couple things in the morning that I have that I can post throughout the day. And then as soon as I get off work, I'm usually, you know, in a really good mood. So I'll film then too. Yeah, yeah we kind of started really doing awesome. that too, because we've talked about batching content. And I agree. I think it 
doesn't feel genuine. And it's mm-hmm. it's almost like then it feels like work. Whereas yes. if you just do something daily because you're inspired, it mm-hmm. it really does connect with people more. That's what Katie and I have found too. But I'm always like, oh, we could be doing this. We could be doing this. And it's like, there's just no time. But I think we've come down to the fact that like, whatever feels right, whatever feels intuitive, it's all good. And you know, we're we're really focused on the the content of our our podcast and really making sure that we're bringing people really accessible tips on self care and beauty and all of that. So mm-hmm. that's great. And yeah, congrats on your recent job change. I followed you and saw you going through all that, and I was like, oh, I wonder where she's going. <laughs> I was like, is she quitting overall? And then I saw you went. You're so you're doing the same thing, just at a different place, or kind of. So I was working at an accounting firm and I was doing business valuations, and now I'm doing. I'm a business analyst at a brewery. So it's a little bit more Excel based and, you know, it's pretty much supporting our CFO. Yeah. And any one off thing he needs or comparing, it's like comparing different beers, how they're doing. I was going to say, that sounds really fun. It's so fun. <laughs> Do you get free samples? <laughs> it's literally so fun. Yeah. Samples all the time. <laughs> Does everyone at work know you're a TikToker? They do. They yeah. do. I, I don't know that many people yet because it's been a weird like mix yeah. of online remote work. And when I have been in the office, there's only been a couple people in. But the people who I have met, they know because I was very in my last job. I felt very, very much like I had a work me and a home me. Mm-hmm. And I was always trying to hide this home me. And I was trying to hide my TikTok. And I was trying to hide, you know, how I dress on the normal day. And I was just trying to be this like perfect, you know, it was just a totally different culture. And it was toxic for me. Not that it was toxic in general, but for me, it just wasn't, it wasn't it. But at this new place, I, I went in saying, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be fully me. And if they don't like me, that's fine. Then that's not going to work out. And that's how I interviewed too. I was like, normally I'm a mess. I'm an anxious mess when I'm interviewing, but I just went in like, I'm going to be totally me. And if they don't like me, then this job wasn't meant to be. Good for you. Yeah. It's been awesome. I went right in and I was like, okay, the reason I'm leaving this job is because I'm working too much and I want to create more TikTok content because, you know, it's generating income for me and I like doing it. And I was like, so I need you guys to tell me you're not going to work me too much because I need to be able to do my TikTok stuff too. And they love that. They're like, cool that you have this side project. That's very cool. So are you a numbers girl then? You're, you're working with... Wow. Aren't you smart, totally. cookie, man? I tell you what, <laughs> you could, you. I mean, you're a numbers woman, you're, you're health and wellness. You could be a comedian. I know. Like I'll the come back and be you. <laughs> yeah, right? You know what? what Honestly, I like I'm super, I, I mean, go girl for doing that because I mentor a lot of, a lot of people in my role. I, I work in marketing and I'm more on the creative side, definitely not a numbers person, more of a creative. And I mentor a lot of like young women who they don't know how to be at work and at home. And like, it's really hard, especially when you're younger to really identify that and say, you know what, this is me and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to be scared about it. I mean, I really give you a lot of respect and props for doing that because it's hard to do. And I think when people see you doing that, then they get inspired in their own life to say, why am I doing this? Why am I hiding this? I think even when I started the podcast, which was, we just launched at the beginning of this year, even though I have a full-time role as an executive, I was like, wait, is this like, should work people see this? And then I'm like, why do I, I mean, my husband was like, who cares? It's great. It's like your side passion project and you love it. And it's, you know, we do it together. And it's just, I love the fact that you're, you know who you are and you're not going to put that to the side anymore. So kudos Mm -hmm. to you for doing that. Have you found that, um, 
your success within TikTok, which is something that you're passionate about, has has helped cultivate that confidence, right? I mean, do you, I think when you when you develop mastery in something that you really love, that you're passionate mm-hmm. about, and that's fun for you, it supports who you are as a person and your personality and everything. That's just going to be like a super confidence booster as well, which I'm sure made it easier for you to stand up for yourself and say, this is what I want with my day job, right? Totally, totally. Because it's always been, you know, I've always been passionate about health and wellness and self-care, but it was like, oh, I, I can't make money off this. You know, my whole life I was told you can't make money doing something you love. You have to have a stable job and then you do your, the thing you love secretly on the side. And it was kind of a a sign like, no, I can make money doing this and I can be successful talking about what I love. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because yes, you can make money doing it. And I always thought, oh, I love self-care and wellness. And I used to work on a brand that had a lot of that in it. And now I'm not, I'm kind of working on a, a bunch of different brands. And I was always like, oh, I have to go work for a company that is in the wellness space or is in the beauty space. And I was like, actually, no, I don't. I don't really care about that. I actually just want to talk about it and enjoy right. <laughs> it. And I don't have to like work for a company that is a beauty brand. I can just admire that and do my own thing. So it's yep. funny how how we're all trained to think, you, you know, you can't do something you're passionate about. But I've always been, and Katie too, you have to love what you do or else mm-hmm. what's the point? What are you going to spend your time doing something that you're miserable at? So Absolutely. awesome. So congrats on all of your success. We have some a little wrap session for you. But before we do that, just want you to give everyone your info on how people can find you. Yeah, definitely. So my TikTok handle is the healthy Huga. Same with my Instagram. I don't check my TikTok DMs because I literally get thousands every single day. So if you want to reach out to me directly, follow me on Instagram, message me there and I will answer. And then for business inquiries, I use my email, which is tay.rose2 at gmail.com. And that's T-A-Y dot R-O-S-E-E-2 at gmail.com. Nice. And I saw you have some YouTube stuff too. Are you starting to build that up? I do. I was I was going really hard for about three days. <laughs> and then I kind of <laughs> ran out of steam on that. It's, you know, it's it's one of those things that felt more like work than fun for me. It's definitely something I think I will pursue in the future, but right now I'm just kind of doing what I love, which is TikTok. Yeah. I I I agree and keep doing that because we love it. Okay. So we kind of already talked about your favorite wellness or beauty hacks. I'm going to move. I'm not, I'm not going to ask you that one because we have a million of those and we love them. So <laughs> we have something that we call our five minute flow okay. and it's just a scenario we want you to answer. So you just got out of the shower and you dried off. Uber just alerted you that they're five minutes away. So what is your quick beauty routine? Like what do you put on your holy grails, your go-tos to just get out of the house on time and get in that Uber? Okay. First up, I panic. (laughs) Um, Not a five minute get readier, but um, (laughs) definitely would need to brush my hair with my wet brush because it is a naughty mess when I get out of the shower. And then I would add my argan oil to the ends. That's what keeps it hydrated and not Mm. frizzy. Let's see. Then I would probably use my Cetaphil moisturizer and tinted sunscreen. Let's see what else. Makeup wise, I have to gel my brows. That's like the one thing I won't leave the house without doing because I feel like I feel like when I don't gel them, my face looks so like I look tired. I look like, are you okay today? <laughs> when I gel them up, it's like an instant facelift. So have to gel my brows and then probably mascara as well. I love mascara. That's another thing I wouldn't leave without. What brow gel do you use? That's a good question. It's it's called brow soap. I got it on Amazon. It was just like a random cheap product I was trying out, but I really like it. I use uh, Benefits. They're real mascara. I, I think over time, I'm going to move to 
every single thing I use will be cruelty free. I mean, any effort is fantastic. I applaud it. Good for you. That's great. Yeah. And I think there's so many brands now to choose from that are cruelty free, vegan, et cetera, et cetera, that there's a lot of choice, which is great. So how do you maintain your daily nirvana? Is there any one thing you do to maintain it? Yeah, a lot of self-care things. I have to get sleep. So I have to get my seven to eight hours of sleep every night. It is so important for me. If I get six and a half hours, I am not the same person (laughs) as if I get seven hours. So that's probably the biggest thing I do. And I have always struggled with sleep. So the way that I've kind of fixed that is I get in bed at the same time every night and I get up at the same time every night. Even if I didn't fall asleep till 2 a.m., I still get up at six every day. And that you know, that really helps get my body on this rhythm and in this schedule. And then another thing I do is my bed is only used for sleep. So I don't, the second I'm in bed, I don't touch my phone again. I don't watch TV. I don't read. It's just when I'm in bed, I'm sleeping. I might do a meditation, but I'm just preparing for sleep. So that has helped train my brain as well to go to bed when it needs to. I also take a lot of baths, like way more baths than the average person, I would think. <laughs> That's like a lot of bath. bath uh, I know I always see these bath bombs and I'm, I'm not yeah. a big bath person because I, I don't know, I get like really hot. Those are great tips. The sleeping tip I love and I'm going to try to attempt to do that. I don't know if I'll really be able to pull it off because the kids, I feel like <laughs> as soon as I escape them and I get into my room, my TV, I'm like, all right. Or yeah. my bed, I can like I can do everything else, but I'm gonna try it because that's genius. Um, so thanks for that. So let's flip it to Amy for our product review. What do you have this week, game? Yeah, so I just found this product on TikTok. I was following or saw some content from a woman who was talking about these makeup sticks, which I'll talk about in a second, and she did on her skin and I was like, oh, that looks so good. I like have to immediately get it. So literally I went to the store and bought it yesterday because I'm a crazy person. And if I see a product that I'm into, I have to buy it immediately, especially if it's a drugstore find because I'm all about like a good drugstore find. So this is the the Elf No Budge Shadow Stick. I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok yet, Taylor, but it is. So speaking of cruelty and vegan-free, all e.l.f. products are vegan and cruelty-free, which I love. And they're all free from phthalates, parabens, like all the stuff. So that's why I really like e.l.f. I think they do a great job and it's very, very affordable. So this stick is $5 and it's a no-bud shadow stick and it's literally like this stick. So this color is rose gold. And this was the one that apparently is like a big deal on TikTok right now. People have been using it and it's it's a really light kind of metallic-y shadow. And I'm, I always like a quick kind of daily something to put on if I'm going out and seeing people. And this you just kind of literally put over your eye and you can, and it's buildable. And it's just a little bit of a pop. And I really love it. The consistency is super smooth and the color is light, but it just looks like a little something and it gives your eyes a pop. So it's really pretty. And then I saw someone was recommending this rose gold, but then someone else had chimed in and said that they like this copper one, which I haven't tried yet. This one's called Copper Chic. And again, it's a metallic, but it's just a little bit darker. I'll put this one on my skin. I don't know if you can see it, but this one's a little bit darker. So I thought this would be fun for nighttime or to combine them both, the rose gold and the copper. I'll put on the rose gold on my hands just so you can see it, but see how the rose gold is kind of like a little bit lighter and shimmery. And then the copper is a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I really like this because usually I just use like a quick eyeshadow like um, powder, but this, I really like the consistency and it feels really light and it doesn't crease. Um, I wore the rose gold last night, doesn't crease, doesn't move. It just kind of stays in your skin. It gives your eyes a really nice pop. 
especially when you use Lumify, which is another one of our hacks. I don't know if you heard that on the show, Taylor, or if you use Lumify, but it makes your eyes really white and bright. So if you're going out at night and you just want to pop, try the Lumify. We love that. So anyway, I did Lumify last night. I did this rose gold shadow stick and a mascara and it was like totally on point, super quick. And I was like, five bucks. How can you, how can you resist? So that's my little product review for the week. Love it. I'm getting it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want to try that now. Yeah. I love Elf. So Taylor, you uh, on your Instagram page are always posting these really great daily affirmations. And we were hoping maybe you would honor us with our um, mantra of the week. Maybe you can, can give us one of yours. Definitely. My body is healthy. My mind is healthy. I'm ready to start the day. That's great. That's, yeah. That's a good one to say to yourself in the mirror every morning every to morning. remind yourself yeah. how, mm-hmm. how grateful you should be for that because it's very true. Yeah. So thank you, Taylor, for being on the show. You have brought us lots of wisdom and your smiling, sweet face. We love to see and you're doing great and we're super proud of you and we'll be watching you and continuing to cheer you on. Uh, Just so excited to see all of your success. And thank you so much for being on our podcast. We loved talking to you. I love talking to you guys too. Thank you so much for having me. Thank Thank you. Thanks for listening to Nirvana Sisters. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Also, find us on Instagram at Nirvana Sisters. If you loved what you just listened to or know someone that would, please share it and tag us. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of Nirvana Sisters. We'll continue to watch out for all things wellness so you don't have to. Bye.